Welcome to Chip Chat, an interview series that connects you with technology experts around the issues that industry is focused on today. And now your host, Allison Klein. Welcome to Chip Chat. My name is Allison Klein, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Dr. Renee Meyer, Vice President of Technology for AI and High Performance Technology at AMAX. Welcome to the program, Renee. How's it going? Hello. Well, it goes very well. Thank you. So, Renee, why don't we just get started with an introduction of AMAX and how you guys engage in the high-performance computing and artificial intelligence arena. So, we are a global IT solutions provider. Our headquarters is in Fremont in Silicon Valley, but we also have subsidiaries in APAC and in EMEA to serve our customers worldwide. We have three different business pillars. Uh, the first one is we have an appliance business where we build storage appliances, cloud appliances, hyper-converged appliances, but also we build for the security industry and for the semiconductor industry. The second pillar is an enterprise business where we provide solutions to customers in the enterprise space, and that is typically the general compute, the private cloud compute, and we do that from a server level, but also then rack and cluster level. We have particular focus there, and that maybe refers to your question on the GPU accelerated compute. So over the last three, four years, we saw a tremendous pickup there as a need for those type of GPU accelerated workloads. But then also we serve edge compute business if you look a little bit into the industry 4.0 arena. And then the third leg is a hyperscale integration business where we do hyperscale integration for the Super 7 guys. Now, I would assume across that broad purview of industry engagements, you're seeing a tremendous amount of uptick in terms of what customers want to do with data and where they're looking for opportunities, whether it's around scientific insight or opportunities to fuel business further. What are you seeing that's changing in terms of the approach from customers and what that means for underlying infrastructure? What we see on the HPC accelerated site, or especially in the deep learning field, is mainly maybe a transition from initially where customers use very heavy GPU accelerated machines for doing training to develop models to a slow transition where now the models will be deployed in the field. So we see a shift to the edge compute and where we would need maybe lesser capable but still capable hardware at the edge. Now, when it comes to engaging in delivery of solutions, I know that you guys have a great collaboration with Intel and you've been working to take advantage of many of our technologies. Tell me about that and where you're seeing benefit from the most recently introduced technologies with the Xeon scalable second generation processors? I think there is still unclear how much compute you really need in the edge. And there are several solutions in the market. One is maybe like a smaller GPU accelerated type. But I think what's very interesting is that we now have uh, the implementation of deep learning accelerated function on the CPU itself. So it might be that for several of those workloads, a CPU-only solution can do the job. On the other side, if we talk a little bit more about the additional security features that I know hardware implemented in the CPU, what we see there is hopefully from you know like an offload of this functionality from the software from the OS that we see a boost in the performance of the Intel CPUs, and I would consider that across you know, every application. So for the appliances, 
for like the general purpose compute and cloud compute, but also for the HPC compute. When you look at the opportunity around AI, and it's touching on a number of the different areas that you're talking about, how quickly do you see integration of AI capabilities into applications, both from a standpoint at the edge and from a standpoint in high-performance computing implementations? So we see something very interesting. Traditionally, high-performance compute was essentially like scientific workloads, you know, like multi-physics simulators. And now what we see is something where on the one hand side, you have a cluster which does this calculation. And on the other hand side, we have an AI or a deep learning cluster, which essentially learns to interpret the results of the physical simulation. If we look into the oil and gas industry, the way you gather information about oil deposits or oil fields is that you create an impact and those impact shock waves, they penetrate you know, like the structures and then you have certain reflections and those sensors then detect those reflections and give you some idea of the underlying topology. The traditional way how you analyze the data is that you now build in the simulator some representation of that topology, and then you simulate the shock waves and simulate the sensor response, and then you tweak your model until you reach a point where the model results converge against the real-world results. But what we see now is that on the one-hand side, the simulator simulates several cases. On the other side, the deep learning engine or deep learning cluster learns to interpret the physics so that in the end, when the model is trained and deployed, you can bypass the physical simulation, but just use the deep learning cluster to interpret those data directly. And this is just one case of where we see there is like a blend together between physical simulation or traditional HPC workloads and then as like an interpretive network, almost like an expert network, a deep learning framework that helps to interpret those data. Now, when you look at the opportunities that you just described, how do you work on an underlying infrastructure solution for your customer that's fully taking advantage of hardware and all of the various software stacks to deliver the capability that the customer is seeking? So what we're doing is we're specialized on end-to-end solutions. We would provide the hardware platform, which includes the compute, the network, the storage aspect of it. Then we work together with software providers to optimize the underlying hardware for this software stack, and we provide that for the different workloads to be able to run those tasks most efficiently. Now, another technology that I know that we've been working on together is Optane DC Persistent Memory and the ability to deliver a higher memory footprint to a particular workload. Why is that an advantage and where do you see this technology benefiting your customers? I think where you see the most of the benefit is probably in memory databases where the state-of-the-art solution is essentially a four-socket system to expand the accessible memory within the system. I think the Optane memory here helps to overcome the size of the memory issue by providing a more cost-efficient solution and then be able to run it on a dual-socket system. Other than that, well, I think we're always looking to provide in the memory hierarchy 
faster memory solutions. So I think definitely the Optane memory as an extremely fast cache memory has a play to increase the overall system performance. How is AMAX delivering capabilities for improved security within your solutions for your customers? You're probably referring to the Spectre and Meltdown security vulnerability. I think it was for the whole industry a huge, huge headache for a long time. And what several of our customers experienced that initially software-based solutions were not working so well, so they led to system instabilities. And then once a viable solution was in place, that at least for some of the application, we saw a reduction in the performance, simply because those additional security implementations consumed some of the power of the CPU itself. What we see now, and I look into both our appliance customers, especially the security appliance customers, but then also the broader field of enterprise and cloud deployments, that having now a hardware implementation of those or like a mitigation of that security vulnerability on the CPU itself is a huge relief for all of our customers. They were looking for a solution like that for a very long time. And on the good side, since you free up resources, you will see that as an improve in the performance. So overall, I think this is a very, very interesting addition in the new technology. When you look at the opportunities ahead in 2019, what are you most excited about in terms of working with your customers to achieve with their implementations of your technology? We see several areas. I think we see growing business, very, very interesting business. I think what I mentioned earlier, the shift from the training phase of deep learning models into real applications a shift from having those computes in large data centers pushed out into the cloud, into real-world applications in combination with like Industry 4.0. I think that is something that we're very much looking into. And then implementing the new technologies, having obtained, finally come to fruition, finally become a real product that the customer can benefit from. I'm very much looking forward into baking that into our solutions. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the program today, Renee. It's been a real pleasure. One final question for you. If folks want to find out more about AMAX and what you're delivering to the market, where would you send them for more information? Visit us at our webpage. That is www.amax.com. That is A-M-A-X.com. Or we also have our contact information. So please, if you want to have more information, reach out to us and contact us directly. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being on the program today. It was a real pleasure. The pleasure was on my side. Thank you. Visit ChipChat online at intel.com slash chipchat. And for more information on data center technologies, visit intel.com slash bigdata, intel.com slash cloud, and intel.com slash data center optimization. 